Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Volkbaum here with another classic episode from our erstwhile host, Christian Sager. This one concerns a classic candy question. What are pop rocks, and are they actually dangerous? Hey, I'm Christian Sager, and this is BrainStuff. There's lots of urban legends about Pop Rocks candy, like they supposedly explode if you eat them with soda, and the kid who played Mikey in those 1980s Life cereal commercials died from combining the two. You ever heard those? Neither of them are true. But here's one that was actually reported in a 1979 issue of Newsweek. A shipment of Pop Rocks overheated in a delivery truck and blew its doors open. If that's true, how did it happen? And for that matter, how do Pop Rocks work anyway? We know they are a candy that you put in your mouth, triggering carbonation, a tiny burst, and a popping sound. They were invented in 1956 by William A. Mitchell when he was trying to create instant soda crystals that melted in water. Mitchell was working for General Foods at the time, but before that, he worked in an agricultural experiment station in Lincoln, Nebraska, where, get this, he blew his lab up and it left him with burns all over most of his body. Yeah, it's true. Even after that disaster, Mitchell still formulated a candy with potentially volatile properties. Here's his basic recipe as it was refined in 1980. All hard candies are made from a combination of sugar, corn syrup, water, and flavoring. With Pop Rocks, you heat these ingredients to dissolve the sugars and additives. Then you boil the mixture, evaporating most of the water at atmospheric pressure. What's left is a pure sugar syrup. Here's where Pop Rocks' unique recipe differs from other hard candies. Before cooling, the sugary mixture is gasified and combined with carbon dioxide at 600 pounds per square inch. This takes about two to six minutes and forms bubbles in the candy. Lower temperatures make larger bubbles and produce a better pop. When the pressure is released and the candy cools, it shatters into pieces full of these trapped bubbles of gas. When you put a piece of this candy in your mouth, it melts and the gas escapes, causing the short popping sensation. Those pops are the sound of 600 PSI worth of carbon dioxide being released from each bubble. PSI is a unit of pressure where one pound per square inch of force is exerted. Before Pop Rocks leave the factory, they're examined by a testing panel, trained to evaluate the popping sensation on a scale from 0 to 14. 0 represents no popping, and 14 represents maximum popping. Anything lower than a 7 is rejected as inadequate. Ratings between 7 to 9 generate a satisfactory pop, while anything between 10 to 12 is considered outstanding because they pop louder. But what about the delivery truck in 1979, where the doors blew open? Well, Pop Rocks shouldn't be stored at over 85 degrees Fahrenheit, or they'll melt and pop in the package. So the combined release of all that carbon dioxide is what opened the truck's doors. All that stuff about soda explosions and Mikey dying is just a myth, though. But that didn't stop it from having a major effect on Pop Rock's reputation. General Foods actually had to arrange a telephone hotline at one point for anxious parents. They even sent Mitchell out on a tour to debunk the rumors. 
There's all kinds of variations on the legend. Today's episode was written by Christian and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other poppin' topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.